1: So my question is, what is the first steps that you guys took into planning your wedding? Because me and my fiance want to get married next year, and it is a little stressful, but you guys had an awesome day, and I want to see how I can make it awesome as well.
2: Well, I'll, po- sure. I'll probably pick this one up. Uh, you know, planning a wedding is one of the hardest things I've ever done. That's uh, uh, The first
3: thing I did was procrastinate. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the 100th episode of Shit They Don't Tell You.
2: 100 thank yous to everybody listening right now. I cannot
3: believe it's been 100 episodes and we only shoot or we only release one episode a week. So that's like almost two years. In two episodes, it'll be two whole or four episodes. I can math. It'll be two whole years of never missing an episode a week. Oh, because we missed two? Uh, No, 52 plus 52 is, is 104. Oh, wow. I didn't so know I was that just shit. Just doing math.
2: I'm thinking of fifty. Don't wear your pretty little face. I'm about thinking of it. fifty and fifty. Why are
3: you thinking of that?
2: Well, I I feel like we take some weeks off.
3: We do, but the episodes don't. True. We actually stockpiles. They don't need to know any of this anyway. We're here. It's the hundredth episode, and we wanted to do something really special for the hundredth episode. So we decided to take live calls. However, we are not very technologically advanced. So the most efficient way that we could do this is by uh, asking you on Instagram. And if you're not following on Instagram, you can follow me at Nikki Limos. No, you don't have to follow Steve. No, follow me, uh, Steve Green Comedy. Thank you. <laughs> follow the podcast at Should They Don't Tell You, and uh, also taking questions from our Patreon. And I, I didn't want it to be like where we know the questions ahead of time because i like um answering on the fly but uh we wanted to take the subject matter of each question so that we get a variety and it's not just us telling everyone to break up <laughs> well we're, <laughs> we're gonna do that although solo. that would be if the pretty fun too and on yeah. brand um so we took we fielded some subjects of questions from instagram users that submitted and we took their phone numbers down and we are going to call them today and see if they're home and ask them why aren't they working and then ask them what their question yes. is. Yes,
2: and also, what are they doing to celebrate the 100th episode? Yeah, is and all, oh, and also
3: note. try to get some compliments out of them. Most oh, importantly, yeah. That's most a given. importantly, I feel like every please state your every question caller, caller, please state your question uh, with a compliment and state your compliment. Thank you. Oh, our first caller is uh, our a Patreon a patron yes. of our patreon and uh we wanted to take their questions first so we offered it out uh, a couple of days ago and uh if you oh if you haven't been to the patreon you can go check it out patreon.com sticky we do bonus episodes over there and it's really fun and we also do live streams and yes we have a cool community on this really cool community awesome. we love them
2: uh and also we are not we're not we haven't talked to anybody so we're not using their names we're just we using don't really their n- yeah we
3: don't you know, we're just using their
2: usernames because we didn't if
3: they want to say their real names they could say yeah uh, all right. Well, without further ado, I guess we should get started. Um, Mark, do you know how to do this? <laughs> Hi, Lemon Roll.
2: What's up, Lemon Roll? You're live.
3: <laughs> you can say your real name if you want to, but we wanted to protect your identity just in case. Oh, that's fine. I'm Leah. <laughs> Hi, Leah. What's up, Leah? <laughs> Le- hey. <laughs> <laughs> there are actually, there are multiple are Leas on our Patreon, so... True. Do you want to say your last initial just in case so everyone knows that it's the proper Leah? Oh, Monroe. M.
2: Leah Lea M. Okay. Wonderful. So much
3: anonymity.
2: Yeah, very um, nice. All
3: right. So you are our first caller today. Very exciting. Yeah. It is our 100th episode. I feel special. You are, you are so special. Do you have a compliment for us? Because we're taking all the compliments.
0: Um, So you guys are my favorite podcast and I'm super excited to be your first caller. Yes.
2: Feels good. That felt good.
0: There's all the compliments.
2: Do you have a question for us today?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. That's the other part. Uh, Yes. I just have a question. So there might be like some small questions within a question, but what is the shit that no one told you about starting a podcast? Slash. Do you have any advice for someone who
3: has, like no social media following whatsoever on how to possibly start and grow a podcast? Ooh, this is a good question. Okay, so first of all, the shit that they didn't tell us about starting a podcast that I feel like I, if I going back now, I would want to know. And when we started the girls podcast, Big Mood, I feel like I had this information to like help start was just like mm-hmm. video is is great. Um, yes. they originally we okay. like we weren't sure about video. We were like, well, it's an audio platform, like why why do we want we, I don't, should we do video and it was kind of like we were kind of half assing the video portion of it, but There's so much more audience that we've reached, I feel like, um, that wouldn't have known about the podcast had we not also posted on YouTube. And you're also. And you
2: connect more with the audience. Like, I feel like I connect more with podcasts that I watch. Yeah. Any podcast that I just listen to, I don't feel as connected to as the ones that I watch. And and you can, like,
3: share clips more. It's easier to share on social media. Like, if you, when you're doing the promotion of your podcast, which you should be doing, um, you can share clips a lot easier. That's another question
0: I have. How do you suggest, like, Marketing it, I guess is the right word, to like get it out there to people, so it's not just me sharing it with my friends and family
3: on Facebook. <laughs> I think that's a good place to start. Warm market is what they call it. Is what it. do they call that? The warm market. You douche. It's your friends and family. You're freaking dude. It's a sales yeah. term. <laughs> yeah. Good it's lord. It's true, though. Be a so, person. No, I'm saying, like, so, okay, <laughs> you have your friends and family on Facebook, and, like, some of your friends are people, like, from high school or, or college or uh, old coworkers that haven't seen you in a long time, but they still keep in contact with you. I just put something, uh, a sketch from two years ago up on my Facebook recently on my personal Facebook and a bunch of people reshared it because they had never seen it before. And I, I thought like everyone had seen it because like I released it two years ago, but they don't follow me on like my public social medias. They only look at my personal page. So them sharing it with their family and their, and their friends. And then if someone thinks it's good, like they'll, you got a new listener, you got a new subscriber. Um, and and the I, best
2: way to market your thing is your angle. What's your angle? Like, there's no better thing that markets your thing than your angle. Or your niche. Like, exactly. Yeah.
3: I think there's an audience for every niche. So, like, we were just talking about The Bachelor the other day. You could do a whole podcast on The Bachelor you and could. you use the hashtags. Um, mm-hmm. Using hashtags, I think, will find you a new audience of people that are strangers that you don't know yet. Um, of, I think hashtags are a really good way to bring a community together. Sometimes, like... If I'm looking up um, you know, bullet journal ideas, I just look up hashtags like hashtag oh, yeah.
2: B- Bujo. And it's a really fun way to be snarky too if you if you like that.
3: True. You can put a little sarcastic. You can put a little bit of your personality in those mm-hmm. hashtags. Yeah. What's your podcast about? You want to promote it okay. her here? What's what's going on? So I'm wanting to do it kind of kind of mimicking
0: the same kind of niche that you guys do where you kind of have guests on and then you have a topic and you discuss it. I really love your podcast and I want mine to have the same vibe of like when I'm listening to your podcast I feel like I'm sitting there just having a conversation with you guys
2: Oh, awesome. and like I
0: really want to like have the same thing going on
2: would you say that so, you're like, here for I the vibe to- what's that would you say that you're here for the vibe
3: I'm one hundred percent here for the best, Leo, why are you trying to be a competitor with us? Yeah, I just what are you, don't you, understand what? like <laughs> put us out
2: of business. Leah. I could never. <laughs> I could
0: kidding. never I, you guys. No, I, think that, you
3: uh, I think that I think that's that's the best uh format, honestly. Like I feel mm-hmm. like I listen to podcasts where I just wanna be part of their conversation.
0: Yeah. So yes. totally. Um, so yeah, I wanted to have like the same kind of thing and hopefully I don't know. I just honestly I've wanted to do it for a long time and I think it was last week podcast episode someone had written in with a question about i think starting like stand-up yeah and you were like you can't just like keep asking questions if you should do it or not or questioning it just jump in and do it so yeah you really just gotta 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 go go first
3: for sure and then also uh one thing that i wish that i would have known is the vibe of the guest really changes the energy of that episode so just be really careful to like pick people that um are the same vibe that you're wanting to put out yeah or just do
2: what we did and stop having guests all together unless like you're the you're really close pals honestly
0: i love the podcast whether you have a guest or not even if it's like a topic that i'm like i'm not really interested in that i always listen because i just i'm here for
2: the vibe (laughs) well you're awesome well you're part of the vibe now we'll see how you feel after the credit episode (laughs) well good
3: luck leah uh like (laughs) honestly just do it you'll learn so much by just doing it
2: Yeah. And and also, (laughs) too, we have a cool community that I'm sure would like to listen to you do whatever. So,
3: oh, yeah. In the Patreon or in the Discord. Yeah. Yeah. So, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. You
2: have more around you than you think.
3: It's true. Yeah. That's awesome.
2: Yeah. Well, thank
3: you guys so much for the advice.
2: Thank you. Thanks for hanging.
3: We'll see you Sunday, hopefully. All right. Thanks. Bye.
2: Bye. Uh, yeah, that's something that people always say to us is that when they meet us in real life, we're the same as when yeah. we're on videos and stuff.
3: It makes me happy because I, I always feel that, but then you never know. You never know how you're yeah. reading, how you come across yeah. and stuff,
2: yeah. I'm at a chicken Costco who told me that.
3: That's tight. Yeah. Uh, I saw a comment about some girl that met us at Disneyland, and she was like, I met them at Disneyland. They're exactly the same. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just don't think I have the energy to like, be a different person on camera. Than no, I am you do in not. Real life. No, you do not. Like the amount of high energy YouTubers, like when they they're like talking to you in real life, and then they turn on the camera, they're like, "Hey, I don't have that energy. I
2: can't handle it. I can't be around it." Okay, exactly. Yeah.
3: All right, next caller. Hello.
2: Hello, caller number two. You don't know, I that. I'll tell you.
3: Ew. <laughs> I like that place.
2: <laughs> you don't like that one.
3: Hello, Kay. Kayla Mino. Uh, we're using usernames uh, just in case you want to remain anonymous. But if you want to say your name, um, up to you. Would you like to say your name? It sounds like I'm asking uh, you to my, say it. my my user- username is my name. So oh, Kaylamino. cool. There you go.
2: It sounds like we're Kaylamino. threatening you indirectly. I'm sorry. Don't
3: you want to say your name? Yeah. All right. Uh, give us a compliment, please, because we need it. Yes.
0: Uh, i love your guys' podcast oh my one god of the first ones they so started much. listening
3: to oh, thank, thank you so much thank you. um and then you had a question about career what was your question it's,
0: um is there a moment um where you guys felt like confident in your career choice or felt like
3: really solidified in it never I'm no like, never <laughs> not really um,
2: <laughs> i think i'm good at stuff but i don't think i'm like oh dude you got it all 100 percent figured out you'll never have a hard question again.
3: Well, the other thing is is that it keeps changing. So, like, I started out traditional acting entertainer, you know, acting stand up. And then but this whatever we're doing now, podcasting, YouTube stuff, that wasn't even that didn't even exist. That, That wasn't a career choice that you could choose. And even when I started doing YouTube, it was seen as like by the industry as like this subpar, like not a real job still. And then now it's become an actual career that's like very well recognized and like there's even like sub careers like uh like Instagram stuff, blogger stuff, like all there's all these other things that it's been transformed to but even now i'm like is this a career i don't know like so, I don't but do you
2: even... feel a master of anything
3: no no never right and i don't, i think that's a good thing too like i think when you get when you th- if you think of yourself as a master of something then like you become complacent i don't think i ever want to stop learning or improving or getting better at things agreed Kayla Mina, what's your what are you what's your career path that you're on right now, that you're feeling a little uh, nervous about? Yeah, so I'm uh, about to
0: graduate college with a
3: degree
2: in history and theater, so I'm looking
3: at going into theater. Theater. Yeah. Very nice. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it, it in that industry or in like you know theater, dramatic arts, performing arts, um, it's you know it's never see people are like it's never guaranteed you're never it's not secure or whatever that's the like that's the fear is that like it's not secure like a lot of times you're um you're living off of gig to gig um but honestly I think in this era nothing's really secure like we don't have job security like how we used to so I almost feel like people have this like false sense of job security when they go to a nine to five instead of pursuing like what they really want to do. True. Um. So just know like the fear is real. It's gonna hit you. But hard it use for it sure. to win. But, yeah, use it to win and um
2: to motivate yourself.
3: And and what and specifically in theater, are you looking into acting? Or are you looking into dr- like directing or playwriting? Uh, directing. Directing. Nice. Beautiful.
2: Yeah. So, would you like to write in like your own play, that kind of thing?
3: Yeah, I have written one
2: that's hard Um, congratulations that's really hard to do
3: thank you yeah just you know get out there meet as many people as possible just be being in the the area of of like people that are doing things is so key yes surround yourself
2: with people who do what you do yeah also what's your play about uh it's
0: about a mother a grandmother and a daughter and the mother has some hospital complications it's all about them kind of
3: dealing with that
2: tension or grief. Nice. nice, three generations all dealing with something in the same space. I like it. That is yeah. indeed a, th- a play.
3: Yes, and in th-
2: you have passed the play test.
3: <laughs>
2: the play. <laughs> Appreciate test. it. You're very welcome.
3: Uh, yeah, I, I would say that. Yeah, just just know that feeling uh, nervous or insecure
2: about it is normal.
3: Uh, Listen, dude. It's uh, always normal.
2: A lot of famous directors have done like something kick ass and then the next movie was a complete failure like how do you then pick yourself up to 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 go again like it's about like having some kind of inner confidence in yourself but not thinking that you're a master of something i think that's key
3: and always getting better yeah exactly
2: never claim mastery
3: okay
2: okay so you stop saying that you're a master of playwright over there okay
3: can you stop saying that i mean like that's all you're saying humble
2: (laughs) humble yourself (laughs) we're kidding we're
3: kidding we yeah we like best of luck when your play comes out will you invite us can we sit yeah can we we get invited to it please for sure
2: can we get box seats
3: hell yeah I don't think that's is that a thing yeah box seats depends on the theater depends on the theater she's gonna be at a good theater though balcony seats like like Abraham Lincoln style
2: no box seats
3: oh okay thank you (laughs) it's different yeah okay
2: well, thank you so much for calling, yeah. Would you uh, uh, do you have anything else you want to say before we dump you off?
3: <laughs> dump no, you off. thanks for the opportunity. Thanks for calling, oh we. Or, calling. Well, I guess we called. We called you. Thanks for some. <laughs> thanks for answering. Thanks for picking up the phone. <laughs> thanks yeah, for picking up the phone today. What a busted no ass podcast
2: you're on. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, we love you. Wow, she's a playwright. That's so cool, dude. That's hard. You got to sit there and write a three act play. I assume yeah. three acts.
3: I that's- imagine it's a. Similar thing to writing a movie, like where it's you're passionate about it, and you like,
2: yeah, but a movie you get to cut, like plays, man. That's a whole different, whole different thing. You got to make it interesting in this space, yeah, using the same area, and then you have to, like, yeah, sometimes you fly in and out, like backgrounds and shit, but damn, mm-hmm. that's hard, that's hard stuff, yeah. Good yeah, for her, directing, she's already done more than most people, yeah, you know to give her some credit out there
3: all right next caller hello andrew terrero
2: what's up andrew hi how are you guys
3: we're great You're very well thank i was you. gonna say that we're we've been using everyone's instagram names to protect their identities in case they want it protected but it seems i think that's your your real full name right <laughs>
2: yeah
3: <laughs>
1: that's
2: um, all, that's no worries. okay no worries right on
3: you had a career about Cali life that we want to get into. But first of all, um, would you like to compliment us?
1: Yes. Uh, you guys are amazing. You guys are awesome. Oh my god! I love watching with you guys. Me and my fiance, Daisy, literally every single day at dinner, we watch shit they don't tell you. Daisy? And yes. we also love watching your vlogs. Well,
3: Aww. Thank
2: you to Daisy as well. Thank so you so, thank you so much well. for
3: watching. Also, we, we met you guys at my stand-up show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. I know you. Okay. Yeah. All, right, all, right, all right. They're engaged. Yeah. <laughs> and I have a feeling that that's part of the question today.
2: Oh, they should break up. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. No. <laughs> not that one. No, not that oh, answer. Oh, okay. Sorry. No. <laughs> um, all right, Andrew. What is your question?
1: So, my question is what is the first steps that you guys took into planning your wedding? Because me and my fiance want to get married next year and it is a little stressful, but you guys had an awesome day, and I want to see how I can make it awesome
2: as well. Well, I'll, po- sure. I'll probably pick this one up. Uh, you know, planning weddings is one of the hardest things I've ever done. That's uh, the uh, first
3: thing I did was procrastinate. <laughs> you- <laughs> <Same here. laughs> I, I like we got we got engaged in November of 2015. We got married in spring, mid like May of 2017. Okay. Yeah, and so it took uh, 18 months. To
2: actually get to the wedding day. Are you planning on doing a very long engagement?
1: Well, we want to hopefully get married in July of next year. We'd be looking at venues and
3: everything, but we
1: just we're still like trying to solidify an actual.
2: Damn, you gotta move, brother. You gotta fucking move.
3: What do you mean move?
2: Yeah, you gotta uh, move. You gotta move quickly.
3: What he has a a year and like three months.
2: Yeah, but think about it. Yeah. Venues, especially yeah, okay. in July, get booked up fast. I know.
3: I was going to say That's the true. only thing I would worry about is the venue, which it should mm. be like typically it's a year in advance. So if it if it's a particularly hot spot, maybe you do a little over a year in advance, but like, a year in advance is the, the average for that. I would start with venues, definitely, like, lock down a venue, and then you can lock mm. down the date, especially if you want to do a July wedding.
2: What kind of venue are you looking at? Are you looking for an outdoor wedding? Are you want an indoor wedding? you want a beach wedding?
1: Outdoor wedding, mostly.
2: Class.
3: Nice. Yeah, I think those are a little easier to book. Like, so you shouldn't have a problem if it, as long as it's, like, a year. I'd say, like, nine months minimum, up to a year in advance. Um, obviously, yeah. there are places I wouldn't freak out. Like there are, there's always going to be places you can find a few months out from your your date. Dude, it it depends on a, how much you want to plan for if it. If you're
2: in a fucking bind, Green Bay, Wisconsin, in February, outdoor wedding. You know what I'm saying? Hey, everybody, bring <laughs> the thermals. Let's go. we were doing it cheap.
3: I'm down. Yeah, well, yeah, February.
1: That's in after LA. football season, <laughs> I could only
2: that's when it's cheapest. Uh huh.
3: Um, mm-hmm. Well, okay, so I would first set your budget. That's like the most important part because if you don't set – you're always going to go over budget. I just can promise you that whatever you set as your budget, you're going to go over. So set it as low as possible.
2: Um, I'll set two budgets. Yeah, Because yeah. all of a sudden it's like, wait, you got to get napkin rings? What yeah, the shit is there's this? There's all
3: kinds of like last minute <laughs> shit that you're just like, why do we, we why do we need this?
2: Why does a napkin need a ring?
3: Or like things you don't think about Honestly. like how like the chairs cost money. Right, Like the chair rentals oh. and stuff like that, like chairs and tables. Um, so, yeah, like set a budget and then um, book the venue first. And uh, like I guess just the guest list <laughs> is very important with when it comes to budget. Yes,
2: get your guest list together.
3: Okay. Because okay. the more, the more people, the more expensive for sure. I think it, the average is like fifty dollars a head or something like that. I think in California, it's actually
2: like a hundred dollars a head. Chipotle wedding was pretty cheap though, right? Jesus.
3: Well, we, we didn't do Chipotle wedding.
2: No, I know, but what, but we we looked at we, th- well, we talked I, to
3: the, the, the only reason we didn't do Chipotle wedding was because they don't deliver, so you'd have to go pick it up.
2: Right. <laughs> but you got a brother. You got yeah. a brother over there.
1: I'm. I, I might just get a taco truck to so be honest. There you, oh, there you go. Yeah,
3: yeah, that's key. I love yeah. that.
1: Burritos and tacos and cold. There it you does. go. Just yeah. and have a good time.
2: Also, put your best man and your and your matron of honor to work, homie.
1: Oh, trust me. I am.
2: Yeah. Oh, good. for
1: sure. <laughs>
3: yeah. And then look into like if the venue has bring your own beverages or if they they do all the food and drink. Because I found if it's bring your own, it's a lot cheaper. Because then you could just like. you go know to you Costco. Could, yeah. You could go to Costco, bring a bunch of liquor, buy a bunch of liquor, go to Trader Joe's, whatever it is. Um, sure And then you just hire Like a bartender For the night if it, Or like an uncle Or a cousin Or whatever um, Okay But Yeah when, when it's all included I find it It was more expensive For sure
1: That is very true well, thank but you guys very much for your help. Of course. Of course. Just
3: be plan-, just plan on spending more than you want to and stressing more than you want to. I hope this really put you and at it'll, ease. It'll be a really fun no, time. it
1: did. Yeah, it really yeah. did help me. Guys.
2: You're breathing way right. easy over there now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for asking a <laughs> question guys today, Andrew. I
1: appreciate it. No and no problem, also, brother. whenever you guys do stand-ups again, please post it because
2: we want to see you guys again. You
1: guys are
3: hilarious. Oh, hell yeah. We love you guys. I actually Thank you, have a show you. on Monday. so
2: Nikki got a show on Monday. Oh, I'll be there.
3: <laughs> All right.
2: Awesome. All right. <laughs> Deuces.
1: Thank you, guys.
2: Bye. Thanks, bro. Bye. Yeah, man. Weddings, man. The yeah, whole real, racket. Real
3: tough for you, wasn't it? Was it was real hard, man. Yeah. It was one of the hardest things I've ever done. Like Neither of us wanted to plan a wedding, but guess who ended up getting stuck planning the wedding?
2: Me. <laughs> Brutal.
3: Jesus. Good, Christ.
2: good thing I had your mom. Good thing I had my mom.
3: You're lucky. Divorce is expensive. I had a
2: lot of people to lean on. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot of people to lean on. That's that's what I recommend.
3: Uh huh. Just having people to lean on.
2: Have people to lean on. Uh-huh. Okay. All
3: right. Next caller. Hello. Is it es- Esme Utrera or Esme Utrera? I say Esme. It's short for Esmeralda.
0: So. That's what I thought.
3: Esme. <laughs>
2: that's easy. I was yeah, gonna call. It, I was Esmada. gonna call you caller. Caller. Hello, caller. Please don't. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Okay. Um, All right, Esme, thank you for answering your phone today. You have a question here about mental health, but first, can you please give us compliments? Yes,
0: I love you guys. (laughs) Thank you so much. I've been following you guys for a couple months now, and I didn't realize that I was subscribed to your channel for a while. And I've been watching Tuesday, but that's the only thing I'd really watch.
3: And then I started watching the other stuff, and I'm like, oh, my God, I love her. Nice. Oh, my God, yes. And please, no, and I'm here no compliments for Steve. I'm here as well. <laughs> None. We're cutting uh, it off.
2: And we're going to get to your question <laughs> about mental health, but real quick, uh, we're going to cut to a sponsor. Uh no, <laughs> no. That's how it sounded when you are setting up. It was great.
3: Um, all right. So you have a question about mental health. What is that question?
0: Yeah, I noticed that you do certain things throughout your day to kind of deal with your the, the little stuff that you've talked about with your mental health. And I've been doing some of the stuff that you do to see, like, that would help me, and it's been working great, like, the journaling and stuff. Oh, good. But I wanted to see, yeah, I wanted to see how it uh, it works for you, or, like, what you think helps.
3: <laughs> totally. I mean, uh, yeah, if you, for those of everyone else listening um, on my vlog channel, youtube.com slash Nikki, plug, 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 um, I, I would kind of showing uh different aspects of my bullet journal and how it helps me with um certain aspects of depression and anxiety because I tend to completely inflate or um I, I tend to like hone in on one thing that's wrong and like it blows up in my mind like it's this huge thing and it starts to spiral like if I think that I'm behind on my schedule I I
2: you're hyper focused. Like, I'm
3: hyper focused on it. And it, my brain just thinks I haven't gotten anything done. Yeah. And so keeping <clears throat> track of things in my journal, like I have a bullet journal that I keep like, you know, to- weekly to do lists on and stuff. And letting myself like check off things one by one that I've done helps my brain go, okay, we're progressing. We're actually getting stuff done today. We didn't just like do nothing for the past few
2: hours. Um, it I- also d- or helps you organize your thoughts.
3: Yeah, it helps me organize my thoughts and it helps me just even the act of writing it down helps me be present. Like it it brings me back to the present moment, which is really grounding because I feel like when everything's just a mess in my mind and it's just so chaotic, I'm like trying desperately to hold on to every thought that's crossing instead of like dumping it all on a piece of paper and feeling like, "Okay, I can breathe because it's all on this paper and I don't have to like continue cycling the same thoughts over and over and over again. Uh, so that has helped tremendously and then depression wise, I feel like um, creatively it's helped a lot where a lot of times if if I wake up and I have an episode of depression like and for me it's it's very chemical it's not really tied into things that are going on in my life. Um, I've found the best thing for me to break out of that is a distraction and so either, creatively writing in my journal or, um, keeping track of different habits, like, uh, like taking my vitamins or, um, uh, skincare. I have like a a list of things that I do daily, like reading uh, a chapter of a, a good book, doing all of those things, meditating, exercising, going on walks, um, doing all of those things. And then getting to color in each one that I did is kind of a distraction to, whatever crazy thoughts are going on in my head.
2: Well you're 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 just declaring an accomplishment Ooh. has has been met, you know what I'm saying? You,
3: well uh, yeah, no, it's it's less than that. That that's more for anxiety for depression, mm. it's more of a distraction. Like so it takes my mind off of a dark place and just puts it on something lighter to think about. Um same with like the way I like choose outfits based off of a color of the day or whatever. Um it's just something distracting to think about that doesn't it takes me away from this like sulky dark place that that where I stay in bed all day. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I I noticed that it, it helped me too when I started doing it. Just I was trying to figure out what to do about either leaving work and going back to school, and also you know what I was going to do with my living situation to see if I should move into an apartment alone or live with a roommate. And, Writing it all down
3: definitely helps. Yeah, doesn't a lot. it? It helps you. It helps give clarity. I feel. I feel because you can be really honest in writing, that um, it just kind of flows out, and you actually see what you really want to do, even if you're like consciously you're like I don't know what to do, but then your subconscious kind of fills you in. Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. She mm-hmm. also does
2: cool doodles on it too.
3: I do. I also do different exercises that I just like come up with in my head. Like um, if I'm stressing out, like if I am in like a, a decision mode, like how you're talking about, should I should I go this way or that way or this way? Um, I write down like what my ideal life would be, like something like the end goal. It kind of helps me zoom out big picture. So I write down like every aspect of my life and how I would want it to be in 10 years. And after doing that exercise, where I really like visualize and like see where I want myself to be in ten years, it kind of helps inform the decisions that I make now. Sure, it's kind of like working yeah, backwards. Yeah, seems like a good idea. Yeah. So, good luck with that. Yeah, uh, I'm glad it's helping. <laughs> I'm glad it's helping you. Yeah, I appreciate it because
0: I, I didn't, I hadn't looked into it um, before watching your bullet journal. And I started following you on Instagram. So whenever you
3: do the Snapchat stories, I'm like, oh, that seems cool. Like, let me try it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and it, And just getting to express yourself. I feel like a lot of times people just don't express themselves. And so it stays all bottled in and they don't really get to know themselves because they don't have any outlets of expression. So having that there. A year really ago, helps.
2: I would have laughed at such a thing bullet journaling to cure depression absurd so the absurdity <laughs> I don't, I of it all cure, but well to help or to treat, cope yeah. Or, yeah, treat. Helps tree, yeah. but no it's it's really worked for you it's awesome
3: yeah and meditation and a lot of other daily habits i also
0: didn't know that i, I, I was artistic at all
3: <laughs> i started <laughs> right. drawing in my
0: journal i was like okay
3: See I, <laughs> I I if I lo- I love that because I feel like that's a lot of people. I feel like you're speaking to a lot of people right now because um we we all have the like left side, right side parts of our brain and if you're in an environment like especially if your work environment is very left brain which is like logic and analytics and like, you know, straight lines and, and not outside the box um, then you kind of think oh I'm just not a creative person just because you're not doing things creatively on a regular regular basis but when you do an activity that activates that right side um, a lot of times like there's just something inside you that's been wanting to come out that you didn't even know about that I, I just love that part of it yeah it's
0: definitely been nice to see because I, I work
3: in law Okay, there you go. Oh, my God. The most analytical, logical.
2: You're like, today I drew a flower and then I cried. I couldn't (laughs) believe I could do it.
0: Yeah. After after coming out of there, huh? Yeah. And it's not even cool law where it's like criminal, where it's, you know, interesting. It's litigation with like- Oh, my
3: God. Oh, no, that's not the sexy law you put on TV. That is the, like, most stressful, wordy kind.
2: Do you guys all flirt with each other? all the lawyers and stuff, all flirting with the judges and stuff.
3: I think she hung up on you. <laughs> Wait, I want to know. No, I want to know.
0: <laughs> I do know a lot of judges that apparently have
3: sex with each other. Yes. <laughs> do they judge each other during sex? I like like That's, the I, idea of them having sex and then them judging, giving scores.
2: Like, you're out of order. You are out of order. Oh, God, say it again. <laughs> dennis
3: no, i just met like giving That'd like a one out play. of ten judgment thank score. You.
2: yeah wow well thank you you've broadened my sexual horizons today
3: you're like, welcome to i you. objectify you oh that's good that's <laughs> so better right <laughs> all right
0: guys yeah. i have to go back to work but
3: i'm so happy that i got to speak to you too. yeah us too thank you so much for answering today or i keep saying thinking like thanks so much for calling no, but, thanks for
2: picking up, we for you. picking
3: up your phone me.
2: yeah thanks
3: yes. for submitting a question you're awesome
2: you're awesome
3: get all that law done yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> poor gal she got to go do legal stuff now
3: well, i gotta I, sit next to you for all the next I know, all 30 I, minutes so all
2: i know how to do is break laws what laws oh i don't know like sometimes i jaywalk because it's convenient can you not yeah i'm sorry
3: thanks All right, on that note, we are going to take a break.
2: We have a very urgent question that really needs to get answered. They actually said it's an emergency, but we'll, we'll take it after this.
4: Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Download the free Angie Mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's ANGI.com. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks?
1: Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks, then there are drinks from McDonald's.
4: Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer.
1: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
3: Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We just want to take a break to tell you to like, thanks for listening to our podcast. And if you want to rate it, that would be really awesome for us. Like- Listen, we're
2: on break. We're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now. We're just talking to you like people. As a friend. And we just want to say, please rate the show because it helps out huge amounts.
3: Like, we're not desperate. We're, like, kind of
2: desperate. We're giving shout-outs right now to all the people who are giving it ratings. So, huge shout-out right now to Brian Jorgensen. That was sick of you, dude. Thank you. God bless. Uh, huge shout out right now to Mark. Mark W. in Springfield, Connecticut.
3: Back to our podcast. Jenny Blake. A back to our podcast. In Tuscany, And Florida. back to our podcast. God bless you. Thank you. Steven.
2: Hugh- Thank you for supporting <laughs> the show.
3: And we're back with the next caller. Who's the next caller? Mel San. Mel San. Hello, Mel San, Hi. 23. Hi. We are calling people by their Instagram names because we're not sure if they want to be anonymous but feel free to say your name if you'd like. Okay, um, my name's Melissa. Hi, Melissa. Hi. Um, Thank you for submitting a question today. Uh, Also, would you like to start off by complimenting us?
5: Uh, Yes, I love you guys. I
3: love all your guys' content. Oh my God, thank you
5: so much. Thank you so much for loving our content. (laughs) Thank Thank you. Thank you, you.
2: you. it means a lot.
3: Um, You had a question about porn and relationships. Would you like to elaborate on that?
5: Um, Okay, so me and my boyfriend have been together for, like, 10-plus years. Whoa. Nice. High school sweethearts, um, obviously on and off throughout 10 years. But um, my question is that – so I recently had a baby. Oh, congratulations. wow. Thanks. So um, I've been very, like, insecure about, like, where my body's at. Like, my confidence has been, like, at an all-time low. And I feel like recently – He's been masturbating a lot more, watching porn. I've caught him a few times, like, when he thinks I'm asleep, he'll be masturbating, like, next to me. So I guess that I've asked him a couple of times, like, if he'd rather masturbate than have sex with me. And obviously he says no, but, you know, guys lie. Mm-hmm. So I guess that my question is that, um, does he want to masturbate? Instead of have sex with me or like um I don't know. I'm very like my sex drive is like very high right now, so
3: mm, That's oh. what I was gonna ask. Like yeah. you you want to have sex. Yeah, I do. And do you feel like you do you feel like you haven't been having much sex with him? Uh or do you feel like you've been having sex but he's also masturbating on top of that and you just don't like that part?
2: That was my question.
5: I feel like it's kind of both like obviously we don't have sex like every day like I would want to if we could but um I just feel like we have sex like maybe like maybe once a week okay I don't know if like
2: have you communicated to him about about this like yo I I, want to fuck way more
5: um I have and he's like oh yeah yeah we'll do it and then like it just never happens so
3: does it not happen because You guys are busy, or is it like he's there and he just doesn't want to?
5: I don't know if it's that he says that he does want to, but um, I don't know. Like, we usually spend like the evenings like hanging out, watching TV, and then like we'll go lay down in bed and like he'll get on his phone right away. And Mm. so I'm like, okay, well, I'll just go to sleep. I don't know what else to do.
2: I mean, it's you know, I there's a Part of this that I know is kind of funny sounding, but he might have a problem. Like, yeah, that's a thing, right?
3: Yeah, because sometimes I do that to Steve, where um, like, I and vice versa. I get not not really vice versa, but I I take personal offense sometimes where I'm like. Oh, like I really thought we were gonna have sex last night. And yeah. uh, I got all like, you know, I got all, all showered up and like had like make sure everything was shaved and everything. And um, I thought we had talked about it earlier. Uh, but then there's, I was like, and I was just waiting for you to like come to bed or make yeah. a move or get in the zone. And you never did, and I'm just confused, and I feel I felt like a little rejected. Um, and Steve, a lot of times, I'd say nine times out of ten, it's like something that has nothing to do with me. It's like he ate uh, too many burritos earlier, and <laughs> he's like better a, now. Uh, yeah, true, <laughs> but that does happen, and um, yeah. or he has a headache, or like recently he slept on his neck wrong. Oh my god. Um, I don't know though about the the masturbating part is, is that one's a variable because I masturbate outside of sex a lot. Um, but sometimes I'm not even turned on. I just am so stressed out. Um, like for me, if I have a million things going on in my mind, sometimes masturbating just makes me get back to level zero Mm. where like, it just kind of grounds me out so that I can be one, go one step at a time again, like be be more present. I don't know what it is about that. I think it's just that release of stress and tension that makes me back to zero. Um, it, it doesn't affect my sex drive though. So like if later Steve wants to have sex, we have sex, Yes. but I don't know, like, um, Steve, if you like, if you saw that I was masturbating outside of sex, would you feel like a little, rejected only if i was
2: rejected by you in real life Mm. i I, because because that doesn't bother me i know you're a very sexual person and also i am too i just um yeah it's it's one of those things where sometimes in order to um be the best husband i can be to you i am assuming something is happening that isn't necessarily happening with Mm. you and so I have gone to maybe have sex with you, but then I, I read you and go, oh, maybe I shouldn't push it right now. And Wait. then
3: I think I feel rejected, like, right. why didn't you? Right, yeah. but
2: then sometimes, you know, I'll just say good morning to you or whatever, and I'll get the brush off. So it's like, it's one of those things where I just, I'm like, oh, I don't know, I'm trying to do the right, what's right by her right now. <laughs> so uh, this sounds like something else though, where like you're literally laying down together and he would rather be on his phone is how you feel
3: yeah um well there's and then there's the other variable which is that uh she just had a baby um and so you're you're feeling insecure about your body already so so little things can Mm -hmm. that maybe aren't rejections can seem like more of a rejection because you're already insecure about how you feel because that happened to me a lot last year um i was at the like the biggest weight that I've ever been. And I was like, I was dealing with these like gut issues and stuff and I felt, I already felt so uncomfortable in my skin and like none of my clothes were fitting right. And I felt like, and I only could feel this in hindsight, like in the moment it felt very real to me that I was, I felt more rejected than normal cuz even the slight like me going to bed and you not trying to have sex with me right. felt like a rejection and it's like i felt even more and it kept snowballing like well i'm not sexy right now yeah, yeah, and i'm yeah. i like yeah. I'm, you know i'm not feeling fitting in my clothes right and because i don't feel sexy i'm not like exuding confidence like i normally do and so then that's adding to it and then i'd beat myself up about it the yeah. whole time and then it it was kind of like part self-fulfilling prophecy
2: Yeah. And then for me, like I would try to grab you a certain way and you're like, don't touch me there. I don't like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was just it like self-confidence has so much to do with so many things, uh, especially in your sex life. So uh, but open communication is so important. Like me and Nikki, we I feel like we have that like really down pat where we can just talk about. Whatever it is, and
3: I found in the past when I felt rejected by a partner, um, and then it made me more insecure. I felt, and then I would like pressure them to have sex with me, like almost like if you don't, like I'm gonna get mad. Right? Uh, yeah. It made things worse. <laughs> yeah, it does. So, uh, yeah, I, I would maybe try to give it a little break, like give give some dif- some distance, not like a lot of distance, but like just to give it like well, a week or, put it, or so. Put it
2: at ease a little bit. Yeah. The issue right now is kind of a hot plate yeah. in your house. And so when you bring it up, it's almost like triggering both ways. It's triggering for you. It's triggering for him. So maybe just giving it a, a sec to breathe and just being like, and both of you just being chill to each other. Yeah, we'll kind of so have the conversation it. first.
3: Yes, and then let it rest okay. a little bit. Yes, yeah.
2: Don't don't okay. put a, don't put a ticking clock with the conversation. Yeah, you
3: need to yeah. clean the slate a little bit.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
3: And I guess another
5: thing that I actually wanted to get Steve's opinion on is that. Uh, My boyfriend, he's a morning masturbator. Like, obviously, I know, like, when he goes to masturbate because he spends more time in the bathroom than usual. Nice. And I guess uh, I'm wondering if he masturbates in the morning, like, does he not want to have sex later on or, like, because he took care of it himself? Oh, like, I think guys could go.
2: I think. I mean, I don't know him, but I think he could go a bunch of times. Probably. I know some
3: guys that masturbate in the morning so that they can go longer. Yes, I, I was
2: just about to say that. Yeah, I have a I have a buddy who comes very quickly if he doesn't get that going. <laughs> so he does that to help himself out later. And I know guys who do that before dates too. Yeah. so it, it just depends on the person. I I don't, I, don't, I think that that's more about waking up and relieving your morning wood thing i don't it's it's definitely not emotional though it's not like oh i don't want to fuck later trust me like it with guys it's just like oh i gotta get this nut oh cool i got it yes (laughs) awesome okay i'm tired now
3: it could also be too and i'm not a, a new parent um at all so but i've heard from new parents that getting alone time is um, very hard to do it with a with a new baby, so it could even just be his way of like getting like extra alone time, like ex- yeah. extra privacy. Mm. There, like you know, you hear of guys or, or or women like just taking longer in the bathroom to do like just to like when when their partner has the baby, yes. like to just be to able chill. to just get away, watch for YouTube videos or whatever. Right, right. Yeah. So it thing. could be a little bit of that too. Um, All right. Yeah, but, but I don't.
2: Uh, okay. So here's here's a big thing, right? Make okay. uh, one important thing that I think is so important for relationships is to help uh, your partner feel comfortable when they're at home. Like you're not an enemy in their home environment, and they're not your enemy in in your home environment, right? Like, so whatever he would be doing if you weren't there, uh, it's not about like necessarily shaming him for it. It's about trying to understand why he does it. If that makes sense, yeah. And not like going like, you're a bad right now. What a bad boy you're being. (laughs) And more like, hey, like what's going on with this? Like uh, what's this really about? If that makes sense. Yeah. So then he doesn't feel like taking a deep breath before he walks in the house. Because he knows that maybe he's going to deal with some shit. Like it's more of like coming at it from an even playing field.
5: I guess another big part of it too is that he um, works like all during the week, all during the weekend. And then he comes home. I guess I don't get much attention from him. Which is something that I've talked to him about and he's like, Yeah, I'll work on it, but it's another
3: one of those things that it doesn't really change. Yeah. Mm. He's not like putting importance on it or priority on yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think definitely a conversation because um without without talking to him or knowing him, I can't really speak and say exactly like who he is, who he is or what his intentions are as a person. But I know that you could probably read him a lot better with the conversation of like, hey, it, it hurts me when you don't. Yes. Like, cause he might not know how important yeah. it is to you. Like he knows that you voiced that complaint, but he doesn't know like, oh, it actually is hurting you to not get that attention or um, mm-hmm. quality time or physical touch or. I
2: have a family member who's going through this and it's the same kind of thing. Like once this person approached it, from an, a manner of like, hey, this is hurting me emotionally. That was like the wake up call for the guy. And I don't know if you've done that yet. Maybe you have.
5: Yeah, I've I've talked to him about it. Like, hey, like when you're home, like I know that you want to just relax and stress or um, not be stressed out, but like you need to make time for us. Yeah, it's so important.
2: And and what what did he what does he say to that? He's just like, okay, I'll get around to he, it.
5: He just says, yeah, yeah, I'll work on it. You know, kind of just like brushes it off
2: hmm yeah I think that I think that maybe there's some urgency then that that needs to happen here about your about your how you feel yeah you know what I'm saying yeah like yo I need to be heard about this
3: yeah and I think the intentions behind the masturbating too like is it like because he's going through a slump, like a depression period. Is it because he's not satisfied in the bedroom? Which I don't. I, I think that's the last thing, honestly, is that he's not satisfied in the bedroom. I think that it's usually just something, some other issue something is happening. Happened, nothing yeah. to do with you, yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah. Have a conversation and then let let him know how important it is and how like you want to be a team. You want to be a partnership, and you need to feel like both of you are being supportive.
2: And also, your needs should be being met first like before he gets his porn knees going your needs should be met first that's just part of like what makes a relationship work and that okay. I, th- I think that if you could get that across to him that's really important okay yeah. yeah well good luck out there we're thinking of you
3: yeah thank you thank you hope things change soon and then and yeah you know if they do keep us posted
2: Listen, okay, these, these are hard conversations to have, but being at the end of them when when you get that breakthrough, it's always worth the fucking turmoil shittiness. Totally. Always.
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And congrats on your new
5: baby.
2: Yeah, seriously. Congrats. Thank you. Oh, thank
3: you, guys. What's the name? for you guys to have babies. Oh,
5: Us
2: uh, Me two. too.
3: We're trying. Um, We're trying tonight. <laughs> sure. uh, hopefully I'll get some tonight too. Yeah, yes. Yeah. We should, let's all pray that we get some tonight. Let's all do yes. Thai food
2: and sex tonight.
3: Yeah. Everyone listening too. Let's yeah, all please. make a pact. Everyone's Everyone out there it. listening. Yes. Please go have sex tonight.
2: Bachelor, Thai food and sex.
3: Yes. Oh, that sounds great. You can't beat the combo, right? Are you wooing me? I that am sounds wooing great. You. Wow.
2: <laughs> or Why Love Island, it? or Love Island, you can swap oh, them Yeah, Oh yeah, Love Island. Uh, that's pretty good.
3: All right, mate. Oh, night. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Well,
2: thank you so much yeah. for calling. We're we're, we're going to be thank thinking about you, it over here.
3: Yeah, yeah. Sex is so important. Man.
2: Fuck yeah, man.
3: And it it it's one of those fragile things that like. It's only when I'm feeling bad about myself that I feel the rejection. Like I feel yes. it. Like I feel too. it stronger. Like extremely it's so. Yeah. It, it
2: just spins me out of control. Yeah. Especially if I can't have it. Right. Uh. That said. I definitely had it.
3: <laughs> how many times?
2: A couple times this week. It's been pretty. Wow, sick, it's dang! Been pretty sick. What a stud! It's been pretty fucking sick, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah.
3: All right, next caller. This is all TMI for you out well,
2: no. there. Oh, real quick. What's huh. great about it though is that, um, we've talked about how cool it is that we fucked so much.
3: Yeah, we did. And
2: that's that's open communication. Well, and I was
3: talking about how um. So, I, I've been, like, vlogging when I have had a, I had a recent depression episode, and I was like, I need to share this just so people that go through this don't feel like they're alone, and I feel like that's really important to share. And then I also recently vlogged yesterday when I woke up super freaking happy. Like, I was, like, really in a good mood, and I felt like every part of my life was in ba- in, in balance, and that, and how that's always a place I strive for, but... Um, I didn't, I don't get there as often as I would like, but maybe by tracking, like what's going on in my life at that time where I feel the most happy, I will be able to like make it more consistent. And you know, one of the biggest things was like we, yeah, we had a lot of sex last
2: week.
5: I was like, maybe
3: that probably had something to do with it. I also like slept eight hours a night. I stayed hydrated. I took my vitamins. I ate fruits and vegetables. I went on walks. Like I did all these like daily habits that, you know, you tell yourself you're supposed to do, but when you actually are doing those on a consistent basis, it really does change your whole life.
2: No kid. And also like Okay, so speak to what Nikki was saying earlier, we were going to have sex before the Super Bowl, but unfortunately, your man woke up with the nuttiest neck cramp, or whatever it was. Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. Couldn't even lift my head all the way up. I was like, do you need a doctor? I was miserable, right, the whole Super Bowl. The next day, somehow, it's mostly better, like 80% better, and so I was able to do it, and I felt so accomplished, because I went from thinking I wasn't going to get to fuck for like five days... (laughs) to like getting a fuck and I was like this is so sick and then I went to the store and I bought some broccoli and then I cut my own big broccoli head into florets.
3: Wow (laughs) you felt so accomplished you cut a broccoli into florets.
2: Yeah because I'm trying to eat healthy now and stuff and and so I just thought it was so cool that um...
3: one area motivated another area. Exactly. Yeah that's the big thing it's like I didn't realize how one completely separate area of your life 100% one hundred percent influences the this other area.
2: And how one thing gave me darkness, like because I was so excited about fucking you on Super Bowl Sunday, because yeah. that's the whole the Lord's Day, the, the holy day, high holy football mm-hmm. day. Uh, having that taken away from me and thinking that I wouldn't get to do it for many days in a row mm-hmm. depressed the shit out of me. But then having it turn all around in my favor was like a super bouncy high high moment.
3: Nice. So you got something you took for granted taken away from you, exactly, and then given back. Yeah. Just to show you. Listen. You never take it for granted. Again. With you,
2: if I don't fuck you every 60 minutes, it feels like I'm taking it for granted.
3: Aw, that's a lot of fucking. That's too much. You wanna
2: do that? You wanna try no, that? No, I think
3: that's too much.
2: <laughs> give it a go. That's too much.
3: We should talk to the next caller. E N J N. It's Naomi. Okay. What's up, Naomi? Hi, Naomi. Hey, guys. How's it going? You had a question. Oh, wait, before we get into your question, do you have a compliment that you would like to give us?
6: Um yeah, um uh, cliche you're awesome and
3: you're cute and I liked your pajamas. Oh my god. Thank Wait, that you wasn't so much. cliche. Nobody said that the pajamas. That was pajama actually one. original. Yeah. Thank you for okay. <laughs> my pajamas. I love I love I'm in a new chic wife era of I do wearing like your some silky ass pajamas to bed. And I will tell you, I have been sleeping better since wearing some chic ass pajamas to I've bed. I've noticed. Uh, anyway, you had a question about your in-laws.
2: Oh, yeah, boy. Um, I've I got kind of always been... Oh, can I go? Oh, please. Yeah,
6: can she
3: go, <laughs> oh, please, <sorry>. Steve? <laughs> oh, no, you're good. Fucking yeah. Iceman, shut the fuck I've up. I've
6: <laughs> just kind of been better with dads my whole life. Like, moms, I'm rough. Like, I have a rough time with it. Dad's always like me. I don't know what it is. Um, But this one in particular, like, what I'm cooking for their son isn't good enough. What My personality is just too... Um, Too confrontational for them. Like, I'm the kind of girlfriend that will run back in the restaurant and say, Hey, like, you forgot to put barbecue sauce on his burger, kind of thing. But, like, I won't <laughs> be dope.
2: rude. You're dope. That's great.
6: Yeah. That's <laughs> so a feature
2: like, of you. That's not a bad thing.
6: Well, like, I stand up for him in ways that they kind of like. He He's annoyed by certain things about them, and like, I will go blanks to stand up for him in front of them, and They just kind of think that I'm too much and um, overall just I feel like super judged. I know they talk about me and it's like I can be this quiet like mouse person that I imagine they want me to be and I can have like no problems with that or I can continue being who I am and continue to just basically be judged and know that they're talking bad about me to him.
2: Can you give an example of the type of confrontation that you have with them?
6: Let's see. Um, they kind of, they're just really, really judgy about what we do. And it, for example, if we take a day off, they'll ask like, oh, well, where'd you guys go? And we'll say, oh, we went, you know, we spent a day at the at a hotel and they're like, well, you guys aren't even making enough money to do that. How are you doing that? And and, mm-hmm. just, and my, my boyfriend will kind of try to brush it off. It'll say, no, you guys look like we have our own lives, like we saved enough don't worry about it. Like I kind of stand up for us and he doesn't. Mm. And so that makes her sort of think of me as like, oh, she shouldn't be standing up. She should be uh, sitting down, I guess you could
3: say. I see. So maybe it's like just in their heads, it's kind of like a respect your elders type of situation. It could be, yeah. it could be that. Um. It could be that like a, a lot of times and I don't, know, I don't know what your relationship was with your parents, so maybe you got along better with your dad than your mom, because um, you said that you have a harder time getting along with uh, maternal figures. Is that is that kind of how you're... Yeah, yeah, I was raised by dad only. Okay, okay, so that makes sense. So with mothers, and I found this with a few of my ex-boyfriends, um, and, and just like my own mom's relationship with my brother, there seems to be just like a different type of bond that like mothers have with with sons and it's almost like you're taking their place to some, true. to some mothers. Very true. And, um, and so like with some boyfriends that I've had, there were like overbearing mothers where like every little move I made, they were judging me for it because they wanted to make sure that me, basically that I was like them or like they were the better version of me. So that, Like they'd be okay with me taking their place. And so that might be what's happening there is that you're so different than her that she's almost like, well, that's not how I would have done it. So she's not fit to take my place.
6: Right. I I remember I think the first experience of it was like I, I like to eat healthy and I like to make, you know, balanced meals throughout the day. And I was making, like, an omelet with, like, a green smoothie. And, you know, green smoothies, they just, like, they look gross. But, <laughs> you know, they can taste good. Um, and she came up to me and was, like, that is not what we
3: eat. He likes eggs and bacon. He likes pancakes. This is, he's yeah. not going to eat that. See, that's her asserting oh herself. That's her being, like, I know my son better than you. I'm
2: so annoyed by her.
3: Right. <laughs> But I feel like, Steve, you've gone through this before, too. Like, vice versa, like, where...
2: I'm like you. I'm confrontational. It's
3: like, well, when people are like, I know her better than you. I get pissed. You get so mad. Because I I feel like, yeah, it's like she's being kind of territorial. Like... that's you know i know my son better than you she's
2: peeing on your leg while she's going by it's honestly that
3: by the way i love that you make green smoothies i I think they're so good (laughs) like uh whenever i drink them i i notice a huge boost in energy and like my skin clears up and stuff i used to be such a hater on them and then i started drinking them and they were so good
2: dude i i had an ex where i would have to stick up for her to her whole family like at the same time it was like i was fucking zorro sword fighting a room yeah but, yeah, that's just – and it, but, you know, at the end of the day, I also know the role of the parents in a relationship. And at the end of the day, I would go up to the dad and be like, yo, I said what I said in defense of your daughter, not as a between you and I thing. I respect you. So this is important thing to do as well, right? Not just, like, treating it like – Hey, she's coming down on me about some shit. She's being prickly about things. Like it's also about is showing that you respect them. I think can be really helpful to, as far as like getting your relationship back on, on the, on the rails.
3: That's true. And, uh, I feel like the way that I won over my ex's mother was I just spent more time with her and like did some stuff that she liked to do just to like get to know her better. And then it's like, you're coming from a basis of understanding rather than like butting heads all the time. But I think that also comes be- with the territory of me having a good relationship with my own mother. So I I think it could be harder if you weren't raised with a mother. No doubt. Too. Right. But
2: establishing that respect is important. Yeah. Because then they see you not as an enemy from minute one, right? Totally. That's, mm-hmm. that's just a little trick, you know. You don't have to get this woman to respect you.
3: Yeah, because at the end of the day, you're he. You he loves you, and yeah. he loves everything about you, and including all aspects of your personality, and that's what really matters. But you know, long term, it would be more peaceful to be able to get along with your in laws, and I think that peace comes from them feeling respected. And
2: I you. think that probably the only person who's gonna get your mom to listen is your is her son, right? It seems like so. If he was to stick up for you and be like, "Yo," I'm eating this green shit right now because I want it. I don't want (laughs) to eat fucking pancakes and shit. Then she's gonna shut up next time. You know what I'm saying?
6: Yeah, yeah. I always see the movies like um, daughter or mother-in-laws with their daughter-in-laws with this cute relationship. Like they're going dress shopping, and I'm like, I (laughs) want that. But it's okay. It's not gonna happen.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Just like that, huh? You know it's not happening.
6: It's all right. I'll have a cool dad-in-law camping uh, relationship.
2: There you go. There you go. How, how is he? Do you get? You're getting along with him just fine, huh?
6: They're just—he's quiet, and he just kind of lets things go like with the flow, and he doesn't really have much to say, and I like it like that.
2: I gotcha. Yeah, we have one of these in our family. <laughs> I, yeah.
3: Alrighty, that's true. But yeah, I, I keep your head up. Um, don't let her get you down. But you know, I I would uh, if you want peace i would try to like get some sort of like a uh, mutual respect going but um otherwise just be you
2: yeah that's all yeah. you can do and you know have your dude be like yo ma lay off her jesus oh yeah what's your deal for
3: you right
2: because yeah. for some reason she's not gonna listen to you which is terrible
3: yeah well thanks naomi i hope things get better all right, thanks, you
2: guys. And have a good Christmas and Thanksgiving, Naomi. <laughs> <laughs>
3: okay, all right, bye. Bye.
2: Poor chick, damn.
3: Yeah, man. I got so lucky with my in-laws. I was just about to say that, man. Yeah.
2: This is just like we got off the phone with the with the chick about the porn, and it's like, yeah. oh, man, we fucking a lot. And it's like, oh, man, we got such sick in-laws. <laughs>
3: no. Jesus. We suck. We're I'm assholes. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry, we're assholes. No, but I feel like... I've gone through those other experiences on the on the their side, you know. Um yeah, definitely had a boyfriend that was masturbating to porn more than he was having sex with me before and then vice versa.
2: Listen, man, sometimes your I was in a sexual relationship with somebody who didn't want to do things that help me be like be in the game for the sexual relationship. Mm, and like so foreplay. when shit like that's going on, yeah. You you don't feel like Sex. sex is fun right you feel like sex is work mm. like and so when it gets to that point then yeah maybe the guy needs to rub one out or whatever i'm not saying that's what's happening there i'm just saying like there are more shades to all the different
3: circumstances yeah
2: yeah 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 so that definitely that that right there made me dread sex yeah. with this with this person i was just like whatever you'd
3: have to like drink
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah or whatever yeah. you have to drink you'd have to fucking you know uh like get in the shower or whatever. Do some affirmations. Just something, <laughs> yeah, something to to just you know. Yeah. Focus on something else because it was not, it was not. You're not there because you're like, oh, this person likes me. It was like this person needs to get off on my body, I guess. True. And that's all we have for today's episode. We had so many calls for this episode, everybody. We have to split this uh, episode 100 into two episodes. Two videos. So we're gonna have it'll be episode 100 and episode 100 B or something like that
3: probably 101 if i was counting
2: oh i like that well we'll in make an hands. extra episode <laughs> all right i enjoy that
3: how about them apples
2: uh so yeah thank so you for all your questions holy cow there was so many so I know, we, so we many just want to keep ones, the ball too. rolling so
3: so tune in next week and we will finish all of these awesome questions
2: yes and Pace. and one of you one of you um we left a message for you uh yeah so um we'll get you on eventually I think <laughs> maybe <too>. episode 200 <laughs>